everybody. Welcome to this week of In Rotation. This week we're going to be talking about the fifth iteration of the Life of Pierre series uh, by Pierre Bourne. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Pierre Bourne, he's a he's a fairly recent like like he's been a producer for guys like Cardi and Trippy Red. He he got his start working as just a sound engineer for Epic Records, where he met like Cardi and Trippy Red around like 2016, 2017. And then from there, he just uh, produced Magnolia and other like tracks that really like helped him take off as a producer. And uh, in his solo career, he's kind of trying to start his own like rap uh, following as well, as so he can be more than just a producer. Kind of like his he one of his major like uh, inspirations is Kanye, uh, and he gets the name for the Life of Pierre series from TLOP, uh, Life of Pablo. So, like, the influence is evident, and so he wants to, like, emulate that and be a rapper and a producer. And uh, he feels like he's made it so... Like, I read this article pretty recently where he said he kind of made it, felt he made it as a producer, and now he really wants to, like, emphasize, like, his rap career. And so this iteration of the Pierre series was supposed to be kind of, like, his, like, trying to make it more so as a rapper than just as a producer. So he tried to emphasize his bars and his solo work a little bit more with this one. And uh, with that, what did y'all think? He's a good producer. I'll give him that. <laughs> the album's fine. Producer. The album's fine. Yeah. First time I listened to it, I was not feeling it. I was like, this is... I mean, it's an hour, which isn't necessarily an issue. Like, I don't care if it's long, but it's going to be long and it's got to keep my attention the whole time. And this was struggling to get my attention at the beginning. So I was like not having a great time at first. Um, it did grow on me as I listened to it. Like the second time, um, I definitely enjoyed it a bit more. Um, I guess I kind of just had to stop. It sounds bad, but I had to stop paying as much attention to it as the first time. The first time around, I gave it like my full attention listening to it. And like, if I have my full attention on it, like, there's not a lot there. You got kind of nitpicky. Yeah, there's not a lot there to keep me, if I'm being honest. But if I'm listening to it, I mean, I'm usually listening to music while doing something, but sometimes yeah. I'm more focused on the music than what I'm doing. And that's how it was the first time. Second time, I focused more mm. on what I was doing versus the music itself, and I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, and I saw value in it as sort of like a soundtrack to like when you're doing stuff or like quote-unquote need background music but i hate using that term because um, i feel like we throw it yeah. around a lot because it's not just background music like it does have i mean obviously it was made with like an intention yeah. to be like paid attention yeah. to not to just be played exactly while you're like i don't want to like, ignore it either you know um yeah but i see value in it as sort of a soundtrack to while you're doing stuff um but when i listen to it and that's the entire thing i'm doing it's just listening to it that's when i really really struggle to get through it and i can get very very nitpicky um the album is long but even on top of that some of these songs are long and they don't need to be that long uh some of these could even be i tend to agree with that like yeah. i liked this project i think it's definitely got some lulls in it yeah that are not like like it's got some duds yeah, but there's also a lot of songs on it that I felt like like just showed why Pierre is like such a good producer. Yeah, and like like the way the tracks flow together, like was one thing that really stood the out. Sequencing to me. is really like, nice. So that's what's like. There's clearly intention here 
to make it an actual project like it's meant to be a project and not just like a series of songs mm -hmm. so yeah. like the transitions between tracks and stuff does make it feel that way but when i go through it i can't help but feel like it would be i would have i would enjoy some of these songs more if i picked them out and put them in a playlist like this is one of the times when i'm finally like maybe listening to albums from the start isn't always the best approach Maybe it's playlists not. are cool. Playlists are really Shit, cool, he made especially him, when it comes to this. Yeah, made him yeah listening it. to this, I'm like, playlists might be cool, actually. Like, I could put these, <laughs> like, I could put a few of these tracks in a playlist, but listening to this from front to start, like, I'm never going to do that again after this episode. Like, I'll click and choose tracks, but I'm never listening to this front to start ever again, probably. That's sort of how I feel about it. No, dude, this, this album is bad. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. okay. I was listening to it. I was listening to it before, like getting on here, and I was like, "What are the good tracks?" And I'm like, "There's some good I tracks." I listened to, yeah. But I feel like they're all front loaded in the beginning. So this is my my experience listening really? to it. Really. My experience listening to it is all of the tracks that I like are within like the first 20 minutes of the listen, and then after that, what? the next 40 minutes is a slog until you get to the end. And then there's like another one or two tracks. Like the bulk, the bulk of this, the middle, like literally from track eight to thirteen is is just unlistenable. Like I literally cannot listen to these tracks. Like maybe okay, drunk I and disagree nasty. with maybe. That. Drunk and nasty, nasty is, is kind of catchy, Sauce but Boy I don't know if I can. Good. It's catchy, but I don't know if I can listen to it all the time, dude. Even even for life. I call it good. Yeah, even for Pierre standards, this is kind of wild. And let me tell you how I came to this conclusion, dude. This is this is how I came to this conclusion. This album is like I can tell that Pierre switched uh, switched lanes because he definitely tried to like focus on his bars more. And in some ways, it helped on some songs, and on other ways, it definitely hurt. It definitely, definitely hurt. His production is really good. I think this album probably has way better production than Life of Pierre Four. But the thing is, is Life of Pierre Four, the songs are better even though he's not as lyrical, which is kind of crazy to think about. But they just, they just like like I don't know it, I, I was saying I'm gonna quote Chance on this and he said something in Rhythm and Flow to a, to a lot of these younger artists and he was saying that repetitions is, is very fickle and the fact that sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't you know it really just depends on what it is and it's really hit or miss you can't really tell why it works it just sometimes it works you know and obviously sometimes when you're spamming the same thing for four and a half almost five minutes on a beat that really isn't that great you know it, it doesn't get you anywhere you know that's the only thing while Life of Pierre, but the beats are all good. No, dude. It's no, the, dude. I, I think the beats Boy are too, all the like beat pretty is garbage, dude. I don't even. I can't even listen to it. It's the only track I was excited for because Uzi's on there. Uzi Pierre. That's that should be a highlight. That the, the song best, is no, no, trash. No, no, no. The best part of this album is the Uzi feature. Maybe not the beat or the entire song, but the Uzi feature. The Uzi is feature like the is the best great. part of the album, and that's like it like you're saying the intro is great i think the intro is a fucking slog there's like really? a few tracks like that i kind of i'm like couch is one of my favorite songs on yeah, there couch right? is good. Hey, i like the intro good. into switching lanes i feel like that's cool i don't i don't really? i like switching lanes kind of but the intro to me is like so like it's trying to be something that it's not 
like the intro is like this voicemail with his grandma and it kind of seems like oh this is going to be heartfelt or like this is going to be about like his journey to like stardom or something no it's you know? about like, money if you're putting it's about money yeah, yeah. but like and then he's like let I me mean, switch yeah. lanes like then he starts talking about women and all this other like stuff he's like let me switch lanes he's like grandma uh, what did he, he said something about his grandma in the, in the course like, of switching grandma lanes. want a car yeah exactly grandma want a car the intro is there lanes. The, the intro for is literally line. there to make the song <laughs> switch it's lanes. Just there for, it's just there for that line. And for me, like, I don't know. I didn't like that too much. I like switching lanes. Switching lanes is good. Switching lanes is a good track. Um, after switching lanes, though, I Hulu loses me. Hulu. Hulu loses Hulu me. Hulu loses me. Yeah. Couch kind of pulls me back in. Yeah. And that's why, like, for me, the intro of the song, like, the intro is a full minute of this voicemail that I don't need to hear to understand this album. Switching lanes is cool. And then I'm hit with a five minute, like, track that could be a minute long and be just as fine. And then after that, it's like, okay, Couch is fine. Couch is fine. I skipped 42 as well. 42 is bad, in my opinion. I don't like this song. It's another yeah. skip, but this is but this is the thing. The thing is, is I'm still okay. So the intro is okay. Switching lanes is okay. Hulu is all right. It's not the best, but it's definitely not one of the uh, worst tracks on this album. Couch okay. is okay. Forty two is an insta skip. Biology one hundred and one is like good. I'm gonna say this track is good. This track is super catchy. It catches me. You know what I mean. The chorus is like all right, and then YNS is okay, and then that's YNS where. Is okay, okay. Yeah, I think and we're on the same where, page here for the most And that's part. where the album turns into a slog. Like, literally every one of these tracks is like, just get me out of here. I heard Groceries. Groceries was a single. Groceries is cool, but I mean, like, the jump from YNS to Groceries, though. That's a long way to go. Exactly. And then Butterfly, Get Out of Here. For You is good. I like For You. For, for You, you cool. sounds like a Life of Pierre 4 song, though. For You is That cool. is my yeah. thing. For use does not sound like uh, the rest of it. It sounds like, and then that's the other thing as I was saying, the beats are quote unquote more diverse and better on this album than Life of PR4. But like I said, the, the tracks themselves hold up better. So even if the beat doesn't change that much between track to track on four, like I still like, you know, a good chunk of the middle of the album. The middle of the album is not destroyed on that song. I mean, on that, on that project. I literally just had to go back and be like, man, was I really this crazy listening to Life of Pier 4? And I wasn't. Life of Pier 4 is really good. Like, yeah, I don't okay. know. Five, five well, is you're just kind of... You're saying that it's kind of convinced me to check out 4 more? Because I remember when I first... The first time I listened to this, I told you about it. And I was like, I don't know, man. And you're like, you got to listen to 4 to get it. But... And I was like, Cause I'm not lyrically, <laughs> But now Because lyrically, he, he did try harder lyrically like on his verses on his individual songs he was trying it just it didn't really work out uh, that's not, all. none of the verses really stand out to me as being like a good verse that is a pure verse i like the uzi verse but the uzi verse kind of makes me sad because that like the uzi and the cardi verse to me it's like all right here's like what you're here's how you really show off this beat if anything like this like pierre's production is known for like having cardi and uzi and that type of sound on it but Pierre's rapping is like so like every of those every one of those artists has something unique about their rapping style that kind of makes them stand apart, even though they're using similar production. Pierre, like he's not doing anything that interesting in his rapping, like at all. He doesn't have like interesting inflection, like the lyricism isn't that crazy, the flow isn't that otherworldly. Like there's nothing about it that really makes it stand out. It's entirely the production that like carries the project 
it's entirely the production that kind of carries it's like like i can't think of a single pierre verse that i heard in this that i was like oh yeah that shit's fire and i know that that's like maybe not even supposed to be like what this genre is meant to be for necessarily but then you mentioned that he tried to be lyrical and this is what we got like i don't know man (laughs) i'm definitely with you like I, i think it's a fun project that has like some tracks that are definitely good. I'm going to like have like be listening to in playlists and stuff going forward. But, and, and I think it's cool to just try and see like a producer, try and step out of their realm and try and like really carry a project, yeah. you know, on their own. Cause, cause he really didn't have a lot of features in this at all. Like it's three features and then it's just him, you know? But so, life of Pierre like, four is like yeah, props almost for just him the entire way through. It is just him. I think. Yeah, like literally. So I mean, like you would yeah, think that four has no it features. Would get better. Yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. Dude. It's got the same amount of tracks, but it's a full ten minutes shorter. It's because he like, on like I said on the on that album, the tracks differ and sound a lot less. And this one, it's almost like the tracks are longer because he put effort into producing entirely new like different tracks. Like one of my favorite parts is the way he like slows down the last 20 seconds of a track or speeds it up or whatever and tries to like transition into the next like that part is very cool and i want to give him props about him that's one of the things that i think is the highlight of the album like it's a weird thing to highlight but i I really think the transitions in this album are really cool like almost every track has just a really cool like smooth transition and like one song ends like the beat carries into the other song and then that beat changes but that also happens in four is just it's less obvious because the tracks, like I said, they just yeah. differ less. And I mean, it doesn't do you much good if you're transitioning from a okay track to a bad track. That's my though. that's my thing. Like I hate like putting so much emphasis on like little details that amount to bullshit that do nothing. Like oh, this if you replay the album, if you go to the last track, it goes into the first one. It's a perfect loop. It's like all right, I don't care if it's a perfect loop if the album's bad. It's not even it that. It's just, if the entire album is bad, I'm not going to want to loop it and restart it. And the way, like, yeah, the the transitions between the songs, yeah, they're fantastic. I'll give it that. But, like, I'm not going to listen. There's no two tracks here that I want to listen to one and then the next one after it. Like, even if I put it in a Biology playlist, 101 and YNS. Those are the only yeah, two tracks. that's, like, the only one. Everything else is, like, Biology I y pick it and then Get me out of here. put it in a playlist. <laughs> that outro that blends into the next track now no longer matters. It's just a weird outro now because it's supposed to go into this next track and it's not because I have it in a playlist with no other Pierre songs. You know, it's like, and and that's like a weird like conflict on this project is that it has so many songs potentially as a way to make sure that one of them sticks, you know, like we're seeing that as a trend as because of streaming services, the albums are getting longer because that way they have a better chance of one of these songs sticking and like popping off. But like this project was hitting the algorithm. Yeah. And this project is long enough to sort of be aiming for that. But at the same time, as a whole, as a project, it's like trying to do that by having these transitions in between the songs. And it's trying to like make you listen to it from start to end. But it's just so much. That's just not what it excels. That's not what it's good at. I'm definitely with you on that. I hadn't really listen to it like all the way through before like choosing it for this i was kind of wanting to listen to it like together for for the for the thing 
I think I have a, like a little like I enjoyed a, a lot of the tracks that y'all are saying y'all didn't like. Like I liked Retroville uh, and Drunken Nasty uh, and nah, like Amen. That's one of the yeah, ones I liked Retroville, like, man. It's way too fucking long, dude. Dude, I don't understand how you guys listen to Saw's Boy too. Honestly, like it's another one of those tracks where I, I like the beat. I just love Uzi, man. I, Uzi's a guilty. Immediately makes me. the verse unlistenable. If we're like, reviewing something, I am not skipping a track, no matter how bad it is. So that's I why I didn't that. skip shit. Yeah. But either way, like I'm not listening to that song ever again. All I liked oh, about okay. it was the Uzi verse. No, all I liked about it was the Uzi verse. The Uzi verse is the highlight of the album. The song, not a highlight. I can't even enjoy the verse. That's how, that's how bad I hate the beat. It's like I literally cannot enjoy Uzi on this. Like, I, I literally I cannot. didn't feel that strongly about the beat. No. Like, I literally hate this beat. Like, this transition from YNS to Sauce Boy is the worst transition, in my opinion, on this album. Like, it is so rough. Like, YNS is kind of good. Like, I actually kept this song. I, I actually wanted to dislike YNS. I was like, bro, this song's not that good. And, like, the more I listen to the album, I'm like, man, this shit's kind of catchy, though. I kind of like this. There's some <laughs> good bars. And it's just Pierre. So it's like, all right, I can get with this. And then you transition. I'm just like, oh, my goodness. What is this madness? Like, What is it about the Sauce Boy beat that I makes can, you like, really that not like it? Now that I've heard it more, I kind of see where you're coming from on that. Beat. Okay, it's like this popcorn wannabe singing in the background to start the track really just throws me off and then like the whole beat sounds like he didn't know what direction he was going in and he just took a bunch of random sounds over like he has this like bass 808 or bass part of the beat and then he just put like random chimes and wind sounds over it they're not really like organized <laughs> dude it just it's like almost like he's trying to be like a detroit rapper beat type thing but it does not work at all it makes it so hard to listen to for me bro like and then pierre can't rap that's <laughs> so the I'm thing sorry. bro that's why i came in i'm like he's a good producer <laughs> That's kind of where that ends. Like, like there's nothing the, about his rapping that makes him stand not out. Not every producer has to be a exactly. rapper. Right, we'll tell Diddy that. At least Diddy can put out Diddy Dirty, I mean, Last Train to Paris and actually make verses. Like, get someone to ghostwrite his shit to be good. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's good. You know, on, like, popular tracks where he's rapping on tracks with people who are good, he's like, yo, I need to I need to go hard. Jada Kiss, write me a verse. You know what I mean? Biggie, ghostwrite my verse. It can be done. I mean, Flying like, Lotus on. has this Captain Murphy stuff that's excellent, but like, uh, I don't know, man. And then I'm it. trying to look for something lyrical. Really, it's just like the energy of the tracks kind of exactly. just. Yeah, it's like the, the only thing keeping it going is the like energy of it and sort of the, the production the, and the, the production. like aesthetic. Yeah. That's why but, it's hard to focus on the track because the bars, kind some of, of them are straight up about... bad, man. Like, like in practice, like I'm looking yeah. at the practice practice genius page right now spongebob spongebob my dude patrick and then that never gets like that feeds into nothing after that nothing before it nothing after that it has anything to do with spongebob which like the line itself is like all right but then after that it's it has nothing to do with spongebob and then i got that gas like texaco like come on bro that's like that's like, come on, dude. That's like a freestyle that you say at a party. I got that gas like Texaco. Cause it's, get it, guys? It's a gas station. I got gas. Like this gas station. Like, yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Nah. Dang, I didn't really want to be this negative on the project, but like, it just happened. Soldier Boy, yeah, they stole my whole flow. He straight up just put in a Soldier Boy meme line in here. I was like, yep, <laughs> that's my line now. 
They stole my whole flow. Like, come on, bro. She wanna oh wait, she wants some Hennessy badly. She wanna get drunk and nasty. We in the club, she grabbed me, she say it's time to wax me. One of the things that like, I, I thought I was know. fun <laughs> funny when I was reading the interviews from the interview from him is he was talking about like like lyricism and what he tried to do like in his like like when he's writing and he says he like wants to make like really like not super like he was saying he doesn't want to get like too personal with it. He wants it to be like relatable to everyone, which I think is kind of a weird thing. Like he was talking about couch and he was saying he didn't want to like go into any detail about like the story about like him living on his homie's couch. He just wanted to like put that idea out there. That's See, that's the thing. He like he like he like doesn't do it all the way like yeah. he half asses it where he like wants to get sort of personal and sort of get you like invested introduced to in the world. like yeah i mean it's called the life of pierre like that to me sounds like here's what's been happening in my life since the last album here's like where i'm at and to me that's what the intro was like hinting at like mm-hmm. there's this voicemail about his grant from his grandma or whatever so it's like oh maybe that'll become like a sort of theme on this project and like his family and like his his rise and how that's affected his family life and all of that and how he's been able to like maybe change things for them or help them. Uh, and then that gets completely dropped first line of the second song, which like isn't an issue, but yeah, like on couch, he like starts telling you this story, tells you like the most general details of it. So you have an idea of what he's talking about and then just never expands on it. And if the reason for that is to be relatable, that's not how you make relatable music. Like, I hate to do this, but I have to now because it's trying to be hashtag relatable. <laughs> the Tyler album. The Tyler album, right? Hey, like, we gotta that this was for a weird episode, like, <laughs> like, yeah, I know. But the Tyler album, like on that, he got super personal yeah. and like gave a ton of details that you're just like, whoa, what the fuck are these details? Why are you telling us this shit? And that is like... 10 times, 100 times more relatable than anything on this album. Like, this album's like, I got money. Um, I'm going to buy my grandma a car after I talk to my dad about it. It's like it's devoid of emotion, which makes it not relatable at all. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, all, it's like... Yeah. Right. Like, even... Dude, like, I hate to keep comparing 5 to 4, but 4, there was an entire track called Ballad where it has no bass line, like, no real bass line. It's just, like, melody. And he's just singing about this girl he's, like, love, like, he loves or a significant other or something like that. Like, that's, like, raw emotion. And even though it doesn't go into too much detail, it definitely is way more relatable because of the, the type of song it is and the things that he's saying. Or, like... Even some of the, the bars that are, like, less lyrical are way more catchy, you know? So, I don't know. It's yeah, hard. Of, it's really hard. In terms hard. of, like, feeling, like, his vocal delivery doesn't have, like, that much emotion in it. It feels so flat. Like, if I, I don't really care about the lyricism not being that great, but the delivery is also equally as weak. Like, if yeah. there was something there, then that would help greatly. It's very monotone. It grew on me after the first listen, but not enough to really, like, keep me coming back to it. Yeah, I'm not... Like, there's a few tracks I might listen to here and there, but it was difficult to get it through. (laughs) Uh, The only one I can think of is For You. 
for you. It's a really good track, dude. This is a Life of Pierre 4 track. I stand by that. I mean, that. yeah, it's got a 4 in it. <laughs> that's, like, the only yeah. one I really, like, that's probably would be my top track. I don't think I can realistically give that to any other song on here. Like, I, I don't know how you like Retroville. Like, Retroville is yeah. a slog. The production on Retroville is pretty good. I mean, once again, but like, although once that again. doesn't really make up for the song, yeah. Like it's one. Of, it's it, the beat is nice. If I if I heard Uzi on this beat, I'd that's be like, the, that's <laughs> the thing. Like I can picture like Uzi or Cardi or even Trippy on like most of these beats, and it'd be better. But Pierre like doesn't do anything else. Like I think to me, Pierre being able to rap on his own beats. Is an opportunity to do something unique, do something interesting. Because when you know the beat in and out, you literally built it with your own fucking hands. Like, you have a way different understanding and approach to it than someone who's hearing the beat for the first time in the studio 10 months after you made it. Like, he knows where he was at. He knows his mindset when he made it, in that moment, everything. So to me, that's an opportunity to create, like, a beat with the intention of rapping on it and having those kind of develop at the same time. And that can really like result in some really stellar tracks but it doesn't feel like he's doing anything that wild on this like it's just very monotone it feels very flat and it's just not great <laughs> dude for you also has this part in it that i really really enjoy it's the only time he uses the hey yo pierre you want to come out here sample and it like it fits perfectly into the beat man oh man for you is yeah. really good actually i really enjoy for you for you just has this like light airy joyful fun vibe that like makes me not even care about the lyricism the other tracks they feel more serious and they feel like like just the production feels like he wants to be taken seriously on some of these well, tracks. Like they, I think they, that's I the feel other like thing. It's, that that goes with just like how he wanted this album to like try and elevate himself as a rapper. So he like put songs out there that would have like a little bit more emphasis on his rapping. And well, right, not, which which not, I didn't know that going into it, and that makes me judge it a lot more harshly than I was in the shit because I was ready to come into this episode and be like, well, the lyrics. It's not about the lyrics, it's about the production, blah, 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 blah. And I could kind of defend it if I was taking that stance. But if his stance is, this is my lyrical album, all right, bro. <laughs> all right, bro. I'm, I'm going to shit on the lyrics the whole day long. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's only fair, right? Like, it's not even like the subject matter needs to be like super interesting oh, or yeah. anything like that. But like, there's no like cool wordplay or anything like that going on. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, shit, that was hilarious or oh that was really cool or like whoa did he really just say that like none of that if anything it's like what the fuck does spongebob have to do with this <laughs> like that's more the feeling i'm getting Why are we talking about patrick dude some of those ad libs man oh. he does he he has things about him that are really good and he should just lean into those things and really just be okay with the lane that he's in he should not switch lanes <laughs> per se <laughs> he should definitely stay in his own lane and make tracks that like oh man i don't know if I, if we had an album of four U's, i wouldn't even be mad right now I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be mad right now. But like, it's like wish, the moment we, you, you wish listen. I had picked Life of Pierre for. I'm sorry, Jonathan. I kind of, I kind of do. I'm sorry, because yeah. <laughs> I go back and I listen. I'm just like, oh man, this this album is really good. Like four is so good, and like, I don't. It, it's it's something you can just hear. Yeah. 
Like, I don't even have to explain it. If you listen to Life of Fear 4, and then you listen to 5, as soon as you start 5, you hear, the like, the difference. It's just major. It's very major. The production level kind of went up. Well, you know, to... he switched lanes. True. I mean, he should switch back. Swerve <laughs> back. back. Go back to the right. You're in the left shoulder. You need to be in the right. You need to slow down. Slow your roll sign. You know what I mean? Like, please. You know where you belong. But I didn't, I actually liked the fact that he didn't let Cardi take over switching Well, you lanes. texted, so I was going to say this earlier, because I thought this was hilarious, because you texted me right, I guess, when you first started listening to the album, and we're like, okay, I think this, I think I might album have, has potential. I think this album might have potential after switching lanes. You go, because Cardi barely had any part in switching lanes, and you were like, okay, so like, I like where this is going. I thought he was really about to get into his bag, dude. I thought he was about to really, like, let us have it. Like, Pierre was really about to, like, take off. You I love know how I mean? you never like, updated me after that text, because I thought you were going to be, like, low-key into this. And I was like, eh. Nah. Well, then, okay, so after I texted you that, I think, like, shortly later that day or the next day, that's when Roman... Me and Roman had, like, a small talk about it because he had just started getting into listening to it. And then he was saying he wasn't liking it, and I was like, no, dude, I like it. Like, you know? And then, like, as I hit the second half of the album, literally hit Saw's Boy, and I was just like, oh, she... (laughs) My opinion swiftly changed. And that conversation with you kind of made me listen to it differently when you were like, no, it's actually kind of good. You should listen to Life of Fear 4 to have, like, some context. I wasn't about to do that because I'm like, I don't have time to listen to two-hour-long albums. Um... Plus the title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually did listen to the title. Yeah. This. This. This one's been difficult to like. That's the other thing, right? Like that Tyler album came out on Friday. Man, I did not want to listen to this after that. Like. (laughs) No. Like. I did it because I had to. I only got like two listens in before the Tyler album dropped, and then unfortunately, like I listened to the Tyler album and I was like, "Fuck, I want to listen to it again." I'm like, I can't though. I gotta go back to the life of Pierre Fine and fully form my thoughts. I, I hate it because the same like, thing well, happened to me. I was yeah, over and here and I'm, that, like, I'm like, shit, I gotta focus I'm on I'm like, this. listening to this is a chore because I hit Hulu and I'm like, get me out, bro. Get me out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hulu's not that bad, dude. There's definitely worse tracks. Oh, yeah. It's like fine, 40 clip. but it should 40 be like is two a, a minutes horrible long. Song. Maybe three. It should not be five. 40 clip is All right, so what, what's your track. favorite track? Matt, I, I need to know your your best track and your worst track. You need to give it because you are... 40 Clip is my worst track. I hate 40 Clip. I think it's a garbage track. My favorite track... Oh, that beat is uh, uh, guilty of the same crime Sauce Boy 2 commits. Yeah, but it's Sauce like Boy a, 2 it's has like if you went. It's like if you went to YouTube.com, right? Mm-hmm. And then you in the search bar, you typed in uh, Pierre Bourne type beat. I think you'd get something like this. Something like 40 Clip. Something like Sauce Boy. It does sound pretty, but it's, it's bad. 40 Clip is just Dude, I hope ass. no one with ears would ever create Sauce Boy 2B. Honestly. Well, well, I mean, I think Pierre, so, has, I, I think Pierre has ears. <laughs> uh, you can, you can fact chimes, check that bro, for me. They're, they're so off, dog. Like, bro, I'd rather listen song, to 40 how Clip. How does that song have so many? Okay. It has so many listens. Because it's got Uzi on, on it. it. Yeah, it's the same reason why I listen to it. Because it has Uzi on it. And I fucking, like... I'm blinded by Uzi. For yeah, no, 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 yeah, Drunk and Nasty is better than that track. Like, I can't give an objective nah, criticism. I wouldn't even say that. Like, Dude, Drunk and Nasty, I can actually listen to and not want to shoot myself in the face. I like Drunk and Nasty, but that's... I don't... I thought this for me. I, I enjoy that for track. Me, the I like the shark. Uh, like, I don't know who Shark is, but I liked his feature on it. 
Yeah, I'm sure it was okay. Fine. The, I mean, groceries oh, this single. is the guy he just put out an entire album with. I don't know if y'all saw that. Oh, the little shark song? Yeah. I'm oh, that's 47 meters, at, 47 it's meters down. It's 13 tracks. Oh, God. Oh, that's no. entirely shark. So I think this is a shark project produced by Pierre. Mm. I would hope. Bro, how much you want to bet that album's better? <laughs> like 20 bucks. Easy. 20 bucks? Look, Slime Mirror by Pierre was really good. Young Nudie? And Pierre, that was that was good. I don't know if you guys listened to that. I did not. I think I might have, but I can't remember it. Oh, this this was good. There's a lot of good features on this too. But no, my favorite track, I think Biology 101. I will take that. That's a really good track. I'll take it. Um I'm I would pick I would pick Biology. But I think I listen to YNS way more at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so low-key and mellow that yeah, I really enjoy it. Like, this is one of the songs where I feel like the monotone or, like, the not having a whole lot of inflection in his voice definitely pay, plays into the production. So. Yeah, it kind of And it makes for it. a good song. Yeah. Because yeah. that's kind of the thing. Like, the either the production or the way that he raps has to change. Like, YNS, I think that was an example of the production kind of suiting his vocals a lot more. The rest of the project is his vocals not fitting into the beat that much yeah like it's just it doesn't match the energy of the beat um and even when he does like just the delivery isn't there i feel like the confidence isn't there um and yeah it seems like he might not be super confident in it but that's one thing that i think like yeah it's super obvious when someone sings or raps and they're not confident in it that is super obvious mm. and that just makes things fall apart a lot of the time so i think it's like the confidence the lyricism, the delivery, it's all kind of lacking a little bit. He's not a terrible rapper, like, but I don't know. I don't, I don't see much of a, I don't have much of a draw to come back. There's also some like small, like refrain things that he does on YNS that he doesn't really do on any other track. Those like melodic, like background, watery, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, get, get it, to it. Me. That's it, that's it. Cause then it's like, it's like a one off, you know, something like progressive, like unique. Like the track actually does tries to like give me something more than just Pierre for five minutes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think we all know my worst track, Sauce Boy too. I don't know. What's yeah. your best track for you? Who mine? Yeah. No, YNS for sure. YNS? Uh, that's the one I've listened to the more, the most, yeah. It gets me, man. That's what I'm saying. That, on the second one, I'm like, yeah. Roman, yeah, what's I, your least and fave? My top is for you. Least is, I don't know, man. There's a lot of rough stuff here. My least favorite is 8 to 13. Amen's <laughs> hey, not bad. Amen's <laughs> hey, an all right track. Um, it didn't stand out at all in my notes. I don't, I don't even remember, know if I really I don't really remember this song. So it's very inoffensive. I'll put it at middle, I guess. It's also short, shorter than most of the other tracks that are yeah, in this, that's, this that's section. Good. That's what it's got going for it. If that was five <laughs> minutes, you'd say it's bad.
and that would be true. Fair. That's fair. It would be offensive if it was like a minute. Well, I wonder if you went and you made yeah. all the four and five minute tracks two to three minutes. If That's that would not change. Enough. That's no, 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 no. That's not enough to save this album. That is not. <laughs> what you need to do is take every track and cut it in half. Now I got a twenty-five minute album. We're off to a way better start. Now, well, and then, and then you go and you give that album to Cardi or yeah. Uzi, and you see what they can do with it. And then you compare notes, and then you <laughs> take the best parts. Put them, and... oh, put them together. Man. Pierre, I really like you, though. Don't If you're listening to this... Pierre, don't... if you somehow <laughs> listen to this, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I really do like you a lot. Dude, someone's going to clip this part and be like, dude, this guy's crapping on your, your stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Bro, if so that happens, if, you make if, it this if, if the one thing that we get from this podcast is Pierre hating us, that would be hilarious. Cool bro, I started beef with Pierre right now, Yo, bro. You, you don't know who I am. That's how we take off. <laughs> True. It means the life of Pierre six is better than it's worth. Actually, so life of Pierre five is the final iteration of the life of Pierre series. He, he, he oh, said that. that's sad. That's a not a good way to go out. Yeah, I never heard one, two, and three. Just four. I've only I've heard, heard four and five. I haven't heard any of them, but this. So that's not it. Not great. Dude, Roman, honestly, though, I'm not I'll, listen you, I'll listen to you four. I'll listen to four. I was about to say, you really should listen to four. Yeah. Like, hearing, if anyone's you now, out there, hearing you change your stance from the last time I talked to you, like, you need to listen to four. I think you'll enjoy five more after you, you do that. To, I hate five so much because four is just simply better. It's like, it is. All right. That's convinced me to be like, all right, maybe I need to listen to four. Because if, like, if it was more of like what's on five, I would have no reason to. I'd be like, all right, I now see that i'm not missing out on anything but i'll get four a chance yeah i mean like even the tracks i don't even listen to they all have like two and three million listens like this this yeah. album is like pretty it also goated. has been longer but none of these are like as long i mean either. only 2019 not that long but that's more than enough time to like get more plays i hear what you're what saying I mean. but like every track having like yeah. a good amount of listens that's true like no track has less than two million yeah i don't know how other albums do it like i don't know how those would compare but yeah. i mean i do i have heard of four like a ton like that's part of why i went to this with like maybe higher expectations than i should have it's like oh i've heard such good things about four surely five will be just as great um seems to not be the case so i'll go give four a chance knowing that five is a miss but four is not but yeah in the middle of i think the other thing with pierre five is that like i mean um with four is that the good tracks are in the middle like there's like a bulk of good tracks in the middle which yeah, kind of yeah. is the part where you know you, most people lose you in the album he kind of yeah, picks up pace to, in that part of the album you need yeah. like a stamina boost once you're that far you need something to pick you up and keep it going and then once you learn these songs you can sing along with all the rest of us <laughs> pierre fans I'm, I'm down i'm down yeah. Yeah, I would like to be more of a Pierre fan, but seeing him in Vegas, he'll be good. Are you seeing Vegas? He's coming to the Vegas show. Oh wow! He's a day in Vegas. You know know he's gonna play like mostly shit from five, though. Hopefully not. Hopefully everyone's like. Hopefully not. But you're you know how shit goes, bro. Like they perform the latest album. You'll be lucky to hear your favorite four track, but expect nothing but five. I'm sure he'll do four. I'm sure he'll yeah, do a few Yeah, he'll do a mix. 
I'm honestly interested yeah, to no, what no, Pierre's going to perform. I guarantee you on. he'll do like mostly five. Yeah. Bro, if he doesn't play Romeo Must Die, get him out of here, bro. Get him out of here, bro. It's a short track. He can literally just that's... throw that one in there, bro. <laughs> just get him out of here. Bro. Like, oh my god. Alright, though. Okay, I, really I just clicked on Romeo mine, Must man. Die. I'm 30 seconds in. Yeah, this is way more interesting than anything else. He's got like auto-tune going on and shit. Like, that makes his vocals stand out a lot more. Like that makes it more interesting. Like that's what this is missing. The vocals have nothing in The personality, going on. yeah, is in this album. This album has mad personality, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like just oozing feelings. That's the word. That's the word Emotion. For. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Ballad Ballad literally has no bass line. He's just singing the entire time. He does not have a great voice, but it's one of my favorite tracks off the album. Cause it's just so much raw emotion. Yeah, really. The like, emotion is there, that makes up for everything. True. You don't need skill, you just need feeling. X. <laughs> Do it. Why not both? With more feeling. I mean, obviously both would be better, but if you're gonna pick one, pick feeling. You gotta pick, pick emotion. Feeling. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you end up with a thing that sounds robotic and made like a machine. Y'all ready to go over to in rotation? Yeah, I'm good. So I'll start us off. So this week, really, all I was listening to was Pierre Five and the new Tyler album. So I'm going to pick one track from the Tyler album because I was listening to it nonstop, and it's going to be sweet. I freaking love Sweet Slash. I thought... Uh, really? Song. Yeah. That's you, the one you... Bro, huh. I love that track. Huh. Is that not one of your... That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. We got to save that for a <laughs> no, later date. dude. I, I just... I'm, I really want to talk about this album, so it's going to take everything in me to not say anything. So just... Sweet, I, that's so your track. Thank sweet you. Slash, I thought you wanted to dance is one of the tracks that I've been listening to a ton. And then another, uh, I actually like was listening to my daily mix and a lot of like Outkast was coming on, like old Outkast. And I was uh, like Babylon off of uh, ATLians hit like, just hit a chord with me. And I was like, I've been listening to that track a lot. Can't go wrong with old Outkast really. Yeah. Um, all right, well. Since we're since we're doing Tyler tracks, uh, <laughs> I was really I, I actually almost picked a Tyler track, and then I was like maybe I shouldn't. But since you just did it, I'm just gonna do it now. It's all and I've been listening to. Listening to, Rise, to I want to be honest. <laughs> no, yeah, I've listened to that album like already six times through. I'm literally gonna, gonna have gonna to lie. stop. I was like, oh, they're definitely gonna pick Tyler tracks. Let me make sure I don't pick any Tyler tracks. <laughs> I got to Last FM. I got to Last FM. Pierre Bourne, Tyler. I was like, well, shit, what did I listen to last week? Can I pick something from there? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna pick one non-Tyler track, but nah. Rise with Tyler and oh, Daisy World bro. has to go. So good. My, my weekly in rotation. I, I love it. And um, it's been stuck in my head forever since I heard it. Not my favorite track, though, but it is beautiful. And then um, the other one is gonna be... I was listening to Exodus, which is the post-humorous DMX album. Uh, the album's really not good. Aww. Swiss Beats butchered the mixing. It's really bad. Really? But, uh, that makes me sad. The one good thing come out of it is Hood Blues, the Griselda DMX track. Oh my goodness, this track is so good, dude. The production is just so good. Like, Griselda sounds amazing, and the DMX verse it's actually all three doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, Conway, but Biddy, and uh, Westside. Uh, Westside, yeah. And the thing is, like, X actually says their names, so I guess they were like, actually working on this track together before he died, so that's pretty nice, that's too. cool. Yeah. Uh, since y'all picked Tyler, we might as well just complete the triangle. So I'm going to go, go with a Tyler track. Uh, 
Lumberjack. Hey. I didn't hear the single. I didn't watch that video. So when I hit Lumberjack for the first time, I was like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't listen to the single. <laughs> uh, it's fucking great. Um, and then the other track, uh, Kiss in Heaven by Jesse Lanza. Electronic producer, artist. Um, she sings like on all her stuff too. She doesn't put out music very often. Uh, but this was from like 2019, I want to say, 2020 even. And it was like her first album in years. So people were super happy about it. Um, and yeah, solid album, solid track. Thanks for joining us this week on In Rotation. To stay updated with when we're releasing episodes and what albums we're going to be talking about, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InRotationPod. And feel free to reach out to us and tell us how you felt about the albums and maybe some albums we can do in the future. We're always open to interacting with our audience. So with that, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week.